This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. And ladies and gentlemen, we're starting with Instagram. Yes, indeed. Instagram is making headlines today as they choose to remove hundreds of stolen accounts because of hacks escalating this social media platform. Yes, I mean, uh, that is actually news that I did not know about, Omnia. You didn't know about. I didn't know about it. And we're going to tell you guys all about that in a bit. But also, we're talking about Apple and Hyundai and Kia actually pushing toward a deal on the new Apple car that might come out Let's say 2025-2028. Yeah, I was speculating the same thing since a lot of analysts do have that guess as well. But in the world of apps, lots is happening as well because we're going to be talking about Google Fitness app that is basically catching your breath away. It is recording your heart, ba- your heart rate as well as your breath- breathing rate on an app, which is a first of its kind, if I may say so myself. Yes, and also Amazon is going through some privacy concerns once again as it is using AI-equipped cameras in delivery vans, and some drivers are actually concerned about the privacy because, I mean, you're driving your own car. Sometimes <laughs> I wouldn't want a car in my van. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want a, camera a camera in my van. car. I agree with you. I mean, I don't know exactly what's the benefit of it, but I do have a lot of speculations that they're doing so because they want to make sure that their drivers are abiding by all the rules and regulations that they are placing for them. But TikTok is making headlines as well today because it will soon be warning you about videos that have questionable information. Yet another effort to fight misinformation on social media platforms. Which is very important. As we do know, the demographic of TikTok are mostly young adults and younger children who, we know, are gullible to more information. Text in your questions at 4215 or on Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, what are we talking about, Omnia? We're talking all about Instagram. Pulse95 Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Today, Instagram is making headlines, not with the best news, because they have decided to remove hundreds of stolen accounts since a lot of hacks have been escalating lately. So, they've decided to disable hundreds of accounts that have been associated with a hacking group that basically had a lot of exploitative tactics to steal and resell those accounts to other users. Yes, now members of the group, which are known as OG users, are receiving cease and desist letters from Instagram's parent company, which is Facebook, which is also coordinating with law enforcement. Now, uh, Facebook does kind of suspect that OG users are the main culprits in the hack. Now, the group was particularly focused on obtaining rare usernames with handles of fewer than five letters, such as hack or sick, or because they sell these names, Omnia. Yeah. And we see we see that happen a lot. And actually, this kind of reminded me mm. of uh, of on Twitter. Mm. Actually, uh, P Diddy. Do you know who P Diddy is? No. He's a OG, literally an OG rapper and musician. Mm. Now, when he first created a qu- Twitter account, he wanted the name Diddy. Or and he sh- couldn't get it. No, not sorry. He wanted the name <laughs> Sean Combs, which is his actual name. Okay. And he said he would pay two hundred thousand dollars to whoever would give him that username. Yes. And a man who used the account replied to him, and he said. Listen, I sell combs and my name is Sean. So if you're going to buy all my combs, 
I will give you my Twitter account. Man. So he said, okay, how many t- combs do you have? He said, I have a million of them, and they each sell for $20 each. But he never, he, did, he said, no way. That, that interaction was all public, <laughs> and it still goes down on me. To one of the most legendary interactions between a celebrity and a normal person on Twitter. Wow. I have a question for you, though. Speaking of Twitter, did you know that Twitter was down most of Friday? Right I, here in the UAE. Yes, I knew did that. Did you suffer? Because I know you're a... A you know, tweeter. Twitter is yes. definitely has a place in your heart. So yes. how did you feel it during the outage? My, so I'll tell you what happened to me. So uh, Twitter was down. And yeah. uh, at first I suspected it was my account. Mm. That was wrong. So I do have other accounts. So I did. And it wasn't working. Yeah. And then uh, I called one of my friends just to ask where he's at. And he's like, I'm going all the way back to Abu Dhabi because he has work. Yeah. And he's like, hey, bro, is Twitter down for you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, it is. He's like, oh, my God, I thought it was my problem. The Twitter support group. Yeah. So so he was he was disabling his account, reactivating. He turned off his phone. It was down He was everywhere. trying to get it. And then Omnia, we do a, a conference call and we get our third person inside. Oh my so we're God. talking to him. He's like, he's like, hey, guys, is Twitter down for you guys, too? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, my God. It sucks that Twitter is down because once you get into the Twitterverse, Omnia, it's very hard to, to kind of uh, to have, live without it. To not just live without it, to pass your time on other social media True. platforms. And it was actually down from about 8 p.m. on Friday up until I think Saturday morning, if I'm not uh, mistaken. No, I, I, it was around 12 a.m. Omnia. Oh, okay. 12 a.m. So not bad, not bad. But going back to Instagram, the group that was particularly focusing on obtaining those rare username had handles of about fewer than five letters, just like Hani mentioned. And they're basically creating a very valuable market on Instagram just to be able to make some money. Now, Facebook was actually estimating that OG users, which has been operating since the year 2017, is actually responsible for millions of dollars worth of such transactions. And these accounts can actually fetch thousands or even tens of thousands Mm -hmm. of dollars on each and every single account. So that just puts things into perspective on how much in demand are those usernames. Now, this announcement is actually the first time that the company is publicizing the takedown of a large number of resold and hacked Instagram accounts. Now, the security team is concerned that OG users and other groups like it have become more active and used increasingly threatening tactics Mm. to get what they want, and they are revealing the hacking process. Now, Facebook does say that it does hope to make the accounts less desirable to buy. Now, such accounts are commonly obtained through phishing attacks, what we talked about a lot on the show, in which hackers do send emails disguised as coming from Instagram to get a password, or even going to that extent of SIM swapping, which does involve mimicking someone's phone number to override their authentication. Yes, indeed. Facebook has also seen Instagram users who own valuable accounts becoming swatted. So if a target account does not respond to other hacking efforts, then the scammer basically calls the police and reports a bomb threat or any active shooter at the account's user's home so that a SWAT team goes ahead and arrives unexpectedly, which we've seen you know, happening yes. with video games. We've seen yes. it happening over and over, but never with social media accounts. Now, now Omnia, with SWAT, I've actually witnessed one live mm. on Twitch.tv, which is a, yeah. a streaming platform. And I've one time watched it on YouTube Live. And unfortunately, there, is re- there are repercussions when you do this. Mm. Now, some people have actually been uh, been injured by police as they police did think that there was an active shooter or a threat. Yeah. But again, I mean, that is horrible. And it's very unethical what they're doing. I want to know your guys' thoughts, though. 4215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. What do you think about these hacks, ethical or non-ethical? <laughs> Taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about the new Apple car. Pulse95.
Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Are you into electric cars? Do you want a Tesla? Do you want any other type of EV? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think you want to put a pause on all of that for one second and listen to this new proposition that Apple has with Hyundai and Kia and how they're pushing toward a deal on the brand new Apple car. Now, Apple is finalizing a deal with Hyundai and Kia to manufacture an Apple-branded autonomous electric vehicle at the Kia assembly plant in West Point, Georgia. Yes, indeed. Now, this is going to be great news for any person who is a fan of Apple products because in the past, we used to talk about iPods, iPhones, iPads, MacBooks, but now Apple is coming big and strong. You it's know? an iCar. Basically. <laughs> Just imagine it's actually named the iCar. I wouldn't be surprised. They wanted to propose an eye mask. Before we get into it, I want to ask the, the listeners, 4215, or on Instagram, at Pulse95Radio, what do you think Apple would name their car? Oh, that's, that's Omnia, a nice What one. do you think? Uh, you said iCar, but I do agree. I think iCar. iCar? All right. One for iCar. <laughs> yes. Um, after years of speculation, we are definitely looking to Apple closing this deal with the Hyundai and Kia, as you've mentioned, Hani, to manufacture the Apple-branded autonomous electric vehicle at the Kia assembly plant in Georgia. Now, this is according to a lot of sources, Apple not being one of them, but we do know that these analysts can be very accurate. The so-called Apple car will basically start being developed by a team at Apple and it's scheduled to go into production in the year 2024. However, people who are familiar about the talks between Apple and Hyundai and Kia did say that the eventual rollout could be pushed back as we've typically seen due to the coronavirus. Now, a lot of sources are saying that no agreement has yet been reached between the two companies. And in addition, they are stressing that Apple may ultimately decide to part with, partner with another automaker, automaker separately yeah. or in addition to working with Hyundai. Now, this is where Omnia... Me and Omnia Affair actually had a conversation mm. because Apple is also reportedly working with Porsche or mm-hmm. Porsche, which I have a speculation because <laughs> I'm the king of speculating. Yes. Now, my guess or my theory is mm. that Apple will work with Porsche mm. to make that flagship high-end Apple car because we do know that por- Porsches are very expensive. Yeah. And Hyundai and Kias are not that expensive. They're for budget-conscious users. Budget-conscious users. And it will be that lower version, like how we have the iPhone Pro and the iPhone. We might see iCar Pro and iCar, the normal (laughs) iCar. Not even SE. I think like a normal iCar. Just the normal, not the premium. Well, it's definitely a good speculation because if the agreement is finalized, there's a very important question that Apple has to decide on. Do they want to choose Hyundai and Kia or would they rather have the Korean automaker strike a deal with Apple instead? So... That's Mm. a question worth asking. Now, those familiar with the discussions do say that every company sees a unique benefit in working with the other to develop the Apple car. But for Apple itself, the decision to build a car opens the potential to basically tap into a global auto and mobility market that could be valued at about $10 trillion. Yeah, $10 trillion. That is a big amount of money. (laughs) So Apple would only need 2% share of this market to be the size of their iPhone's business. Now, sources familiar with Apple's interest in working with Hyundai say the tech giant does want to build the Apple car in North America with an established automaker willing to allow Apple to control the software and hardware that will go into the vehicle. Now, 
In other words, this will be an Apple car, not a Kia model featuring <laughs> Apple software. But for Hyundai and Kia, working with Apple is being driven by the company's new chairman, who did take control of the Korean automaker just last October. Now, according to a source who is familiar with Hyundai and Kia's strategy, it is important because the Apple car will be fully autonomous. But we want to hear from all of you. What are your thoughts on this news? Do you think that Apple would potentially name its car the iCar or Apple car? And would you purchase an autonomous electric vehicle coming out of Apple? I would if I had a lot of money. <laughs> because to fix an iPhone is expensive. Imagine fixing oh a car. Oh my god. They'll give you car pay. Uh, not car pay. What was it? Apple care? Apple car care? care Apple car care. care. <laughs> car care. 4215.slot or on Instagram at Pulse95. We're taking a short break. But when we come back, all talking all about Google Fitness. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? We've constantly talked about wearables being able to track your different vitals, whether it was your heart rate or even your breathing rate. Every form of Fitbit, Apple Watch, Samsung Galaxy Watch is doing the job when it comes to that. But what if we told you there is one application that can do that without even purchasing a single wearable and that app is coming straight right out of Google? Yes, Google has unveiled an upgraded fitness app which uses smartphone camera capabilities to measure respiration and heart rate. Now, we do know that Google Fit already does use smartphone sensors to figure out how far people walk or how many calories they have burned. But a new feature is rolling out to Google Pixel phones, which will add pulse and breathing to health data, which will be crunched by the app. This is definitely going to be a very interesting way to lure customers to buy the Google Pixel phones because the sensors and the software is embedded within the phone itself. You don't need to buy an external wearable to be able to track those vitals. So the software and the sensors will make it possible to take stunning photos with those smartphones and actually automatically adapt the streaming video to how the handsets are held so that they can also be used to sense the respiration and the heartbeat of every single pair person that's using that phone now look at this omnia a modification <laughs> coming in the next month to the fit app will also be tailored for google made pixel smartphones and they will use camera sensors to detect someone's chest moving as they breathe mm. which will calculate the respiration rate so let me try to illustrate <laughs> this image for you ladies and gentlemen yeah. so you'll have your phone in front of you with the camera facing you and you will breathe in front of the camera and then obviously I do suspect that AI will be tracking your chest and seeing how your respiration rate is going up and down. Yes, indeed, which is going to be a very unique way of checking someone's vitals. Now, placing a fingertip on the lens will let the camera basically determine how fast someone's heart is beating based on how skin color changes as the blood is being pumped. So this app can actually check out your heartbeat, not with any, with, not with any yes. sensor, but just by placing your fingertip on the lens of your camera. Now, this is a very high quality uh, camera and yeah. a very high quality sensor. So I do you suspect that uh, the price will go up, Omnia. The price of the phone yes. or the price of the app? No, no, the price <laughs> of the phone. I think it might go up just because people may be more interested in buying it and it yes. might be a great selling point for it. Yes. But at the same time, I feel like Google Pixel phone doesn't have that much attraction, yeah. so okay. this may just be a marketing scheme to help get people more interested in the phone itself. Well, um, yeah, I like that you mentioned that may maybe not a lot of people do want to get a Google Pixel phone, but do Google does plan 
to soon add the capabilities to versions of Fit for other smartphones which are powered by Android's, Android software mm -hmm. and eventually onto the app for iPhones. For 215 slot or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio, would you like to use this Google Fit app? Yes, indeed. Let us know your thoughts. But coming up on the show, we still have lots in store for all of you. We're going to be talking about Amazon using AI-equipped cameras in delivery vans. Why are they placing those AI cameras? you got to stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Amazon and how they might be un under some privacy concerns and under fire once again about how they're using AI-equipped cameras in delivery vans and some drivers are concerned about their privacy. Now, Amazon drivers at some U.S. facilities will soon have an extra set of eyes watching them when they hit the road to make their daily deliveries. Yes, indeed. These cameras will be recording drivers 100% of the time. So they're always going to be watched while they're on their route to basically... It's not fun. It's not fun, but to make sure that they are abiding by all the safety instructions that they've been, giving, that they've been given by Amazon, including... To, whether, to see whether or not they've been failing to stop at a stop sign, to okay. see if they've been speeding up, to also see if they've been texting and driving because mm. distracted driving is a big no-no and Amazon is making sure that it's taking all the steps towards preventing that. Yes, Amazon has deployed the cameras in Amazon-branded cargo vans, which are used by a handful of companies that are part of its delivery service partner program, which are largely responsible for the last mile deliveries. Now, the cameras could be rolled out to an additional DSPs over time, and Amazon has already distributed an instructional video to DSPs informing them of how the cameras work. Now, before we continue into this story, I'm going yeah. to say I do believe that having the cameras on the car, for mm. example, a dashboard camera, yeah. and monitoring their speed is important. Again, you don't want anyone to be speeding and abiding not only Amazon's rules, but the rules of the governed state or city or country, for example. Mm -hmm. But I feel like having a camera inside of the van, I mean, someone wants, I, I want a little bit of privacy to myself. I mean, we all know that we want privacy in our cars. We want to yeah. maybe, I, I'm a part type person, Omnia. When I'm driving, I'll sing, <laughs> I'll talk to myself, I'll have the radio on, obviously listen to Pulse95. <laughs> Get excited. Getting a little bit excited. And maybe I'm having a intense phone call that is a little bit too personal. Mm. So I believe having that video camera inside of my car won't give me that type of freedom. I feel like I'm being watched 24-7. I agree with you, especially because, you know, when we're talking about Amazon drivers, their shifts can be very long. Yes. And when you have long shifts, I'm sure that things come up during the day that they need to attend to as well as doing their jobs but now amazon is starting to create this ownership on every amazon driver because these cameras even though they will help you know improve safety they'll make sure that they're abiding by all the yes. covid19 precautionary measures but also the roads precautionary mm. measures mm. privacy advocates are they're definitely agreeing with you honey because yes. they think that this is just not the best or most ethical way to yes. approach the issue now amazon actually is being under a lot of fire ever since the covid19 pandemic when we're yeah. talking about how they care of their service workers especially in the facilities and in the warehouses mm. now if you want to put a camera that's fine but i think that we can work around it with 
for example, no sound. Yes, be, no, be, no audio pickup. No, no audio pickup or maybe a camera maybe just over the driver uh, steering wheel yeah. to see if they pull out a, cam, uh, a phone or not. And a dashboard to control the road and to control to see how 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 fast they're speeding or not. Mm-hmm. But just sound and audio and picking up everything. I mean, there's no privacy in that. I agree with you. If you've been wondering about how those cameras work, well, Amazon definitely answered our questions and they did say exactly how they would work. A, they're going to be recording 100% of the time. But these cameras have four lenses that will basically be capturing the road the driver, both sides of the vehicle, and we don't necessarily know whether or not there will be audio, you know, recording within that as well. These cameras have an AI software that is basically able to detect 16 different safety issues, including if the driver fails to stop at a stop sign, any distracted driving, any hard braking, and whether the driver is wearing a seatbelt or not. Yes, now hard braking, for example, if you hit on the brakes, all of a sudden <laughs> the camera or the AI will pick that up and obviously it will uh, it will document and make a number, for example, hard brake number one. And where, it will speak back to you. Yeah, so it, it will, will speak ta- back. Yeah, it'll tell you, you know, you just press the hard brake. You sped up. Yes. So make sure you slow back down. Now, <laughs> I do believe that these are type of concerns that not only Amazon drivers, but all drivers in general yeah. should take uh, notice too. But having something kind of on your head all the time is pretty annoying. Now, uh, DSPs are actually contracted delivery providers, yeah. which usually are distinguishable by Amazon branded cargo vans. Now, let's talk about America. Now, let's say, for example, uh, UPS or even DHL, mm. they might even have those cameras installed in their vans as well. Now, the program was launched in 2018 and has allowed the company to actually quickly scale up its last mile delivery capabilities, which is in partnership with UPS and even FedEx. Yes, indeed. Now, let's talk about one thing, one thing where I think such cameras would come in handy, which is the issue of package theft. Right here in the UAE, we're lucky to not struggle with that. But in the US, a lot of people, a lot of customers have been complaining about package yes. theft. So having a camera at all times in the in that you know car of the delivery will definitely help when it comes to yes. incident investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, it will help provide proof that the driver did not actually steal the package. And the, the package was dropped off yeah. at said location. Now, talking about that, I actually had one incident, Omnia, mm-hmm. where my my package was already opened mm. and the dr- and and the driver actually gave me my items in his hand he didn't give it to me in the box and when asked why that's concerning and when asked why he said oh curious it, it fell down and it ripped open i said where's the box show me the box brother <laughs> he showed me and i said did you open he said no 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 anyways i didn't give him any trouble i called yeah. the amazon support i said one two three four happened uh t- act upon it as you would wish i had all my items delivered to me as per requested so it's okay by my side Mm. but again uh making a good deed just in case this driver would want to take any something of value because what i had in my box was not valuable at all so Mm. no point in stealing it yes indeed but another good part about having these cameras is let's say if the driver has had a long night you know they've been delivering packages throughout the day and the camera caught the driver yawning one example of how the camera would help them fix that behavior is it would instruct the driver to park on the side and take a 15-minute nap. Okay. <laughs> Instead of driving on the road while being sleepy, risking their lives, 
and also the lives of those packages that people are waiting for, you know? Yes, and I thank God that I'm not an Amazon <laughs> driver because if someone told me to take a 15-minute nap, 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 it would become a four-hour nap. Oh, God. And I would never wake up. There and no goes one the would, shift. And, no one, and go, there goes your packages yes. for the day. Yes, indeed. Let us know your thoughts. What do you think of Amazon installing AI-equipped cameras in delivery vans? Do you think they're helpful or do you think they're just too much? They're they're basically eating up every driver's privacy. Yes, 4215. It's taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking about my favorite app. Yes. It is my favorite app, TikTok, and how it is, is going to give you a new warning pop-up. This is Pulse95. 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Let me tell you, TikTok has been stealing the show because it has been stealing our time right here on Future Talk. Omnia, I love TikTok. I love TikTok. We have a brand new born TikToker over here. I was actually, Omnia, I was actually showing Omnia off air a couple of TikTok videos that I did with my friends. Obviously, I did not post them. They were just for uh, my close ones, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> I can, I Don't can, stop. <laughs> I can definitely vouch for that. They were funny. And you're a brand new TikToker as well. Yes, I am a TikToker. I posted my first TikTok video, I believe, last week. And I do uh, kind of uh, want to continue posting TikToks as I do love the algorithm on TikTok. But now TikTok will actually warn you about videos with questionable information. Just another step in fighting misinformation. Yes, indeed. What's a piece of information you learned that you did not verify before posting? I think this is a question that the whole world can say that they never actually verify what they go ahead and repost. It's very funny, Omnia. Now, actually, sometimes uh, we see videos on TikTok where they'll tell you like a cool trick to do. Yeah. And someone would do it, that video doing that trick and it wouldn't work. (laughs) Now, <laughs> I was just going to say, this is the only way you verify it is by going ahead and trying it out yourself and or, seeing it fail. Or someone poor enough would, to do it. I mean, someone would think that it works and doesn't. And speaking of that, Omnia, mm. actually, there's a video that I saw two days ago that made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Now, it was one guy, he opened the washing machine or the dryer and he yes. said, hey. Is it the Arab kid? Yeah, and he's yes. like, no, I can't. I'm Islam might. And they're like, water just falling everywhere. He and saw he, this trick about how, you know, apparently the washing machine is like. Some form of treasure, lost treasure. A secret treasure. void of, yes. of money. That coins and money just stick in the in, in, in the washing machine or the dryer. <laughs> There's a compartment. And then we had this little kid on TikTok just go and try to do the same thing. And he flooded his whole bathroom. Basically. And let's just say his mom was not happy about that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be happy about that either. But now the app will display a warning label on these videos that read caution. Video is flagged for unverified content, which does mean a fact checker did look at the content but wasn't able to certify that it was right or wrong. Yes, indeed. Now, this will basically be warning users whenever they go ahead to reshare those videos that the information in that video has not been confirmed. And this will definitely help fight off misinformation. But this also means that the fact checker will also be looking on whether or not the information within that video is right or wrong. Now, we've already been seeing TikTok trying its best to reduce the spread of some of the unverified videos, but they weren't publicly flagged Mm -hmm. before today. Mm -hmm. So as a creator, you will now get a message when a warning label is added to your videos, and those videos will also have their distribution reduced. Exactly. Viewers will also be warned when they go to 
reshare video that it does have a warning label on it. Now, after clicking the share button, which does let you post a video outside the app, a pop-up will ask you if you're sure that you want to share this video. Obviously, you can still share the video if you want to, but the prompt does seem to be designed to, to pursue people from following through. Now, TikTok didn't say how many videos it does look at each day for fact-checking or how it does choose which videos to review. Mm -hmm. But a sp spokesperson did say that fact-checking is often focused on topics like elections, vaccines, and climate change, and that a video doesn't have to reach a certain popularity to qualify for review. This is great. <laughs> yeah, it is great. I'll tell you why, Omni, because I do believe they're using AI. Yes, and that AI is filtering the content, not necessarily by number of views, but rather by what is within that video. I mean, only if, like, for example, let's talk about Instagram. Yeah. Now, Instagram's filtering uh, option is amazing because let's say you're on a... Uh, on a on Instagram story, hmm. and someone writes, oh, "Just got my COVID nineteen vaccine," <laughs> and be, hey, to learn more about the COVID nineteen vaccine, going to get vaccinated, anything that has to do with a controversial topic, Instagram would have already filtered it out and given you the correct links. For example, let's talk about the Ministry of Health and Prevention right here in the UAE, which will link you to that website, and it does go by region. So if you live in the United States, obviously there's a, a government entity, the CDC, the CD, yeah. a government entity for that, and right here yeah. in the UAE we do have MoHap which will direct you to Mohab's website. Now, this effort by TikTok reminds me of our other social media friend that was trying to do something very similar, which is Twitter. So whenever someone wanted to retweet a certain, you know, piece of information or article, Twitter would actually create a notification asking you if you've A, read through the article before going ahead and reposting it, but B, if you're sure that you actually want to go ahead and take that step, which yes. disappointed a lot of users. Yes, <laughs> did you read it or not? Now, I'm so happy, I'm so happy that we got our retweet button back. You're happy I, about that? That was a break breakthrough on Twitter. Now, obviously, when the cult, when, when the election came through and yeah. we were going through the U.S. elections, uh, Twitter did remove the tw tweet retweet button and gave us that quote retweet, which made users kind of uh, disencouraging them to retweet without I reading. I like that. Personally, I like that. I mean, now, it was less... I, Twitter actually, Omnia, is very boring now without U.S. President Donald Trump. And a lot of users are saying, just bring him back. Just for the Let's just laugh. for the fun of it on Twitter, because he can't do anything anymore. He's done. I mean, it's good. To, a lot of people are saying it's good that U.S. politics are now boring. <laughs> it is good. It is good. Yeah. I mean, less drama, less especially drama. on Twitter. Well, we want to know you guys' thoughts. Four two one five Dorothy or on our Instagram at Pulse ninety five Radio. Do you think TikTok is making the right step to counter or counterattack misinformation? And do you think that Twitter is better off without U.S. <laughs> ex-U.S. President Donald Trump. But this does conclude Future Talk for today. Yes, indeed. Future Talk is coming to an end, but you can catch us again tomorrow, same time, same place, from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here only on Pulse95 Radio. And Omni, we do have something special happening tomorrow. Yes, indeed. We are going to be talking all about the Hope Probe Mars mission because a special guest is going to be joining us. He is an engineer that has been working on the Hope Probe. And we're getting excited for yes. that big achievement on the 9th of February at 7.42 p.m. Yes, a couple more days till the Hope Probe reaches its destination, which is the red planet Mars. And actually, Omni, all over the UAE, we're seeing a lot of monuments turn red in celebration of hopefully inshallah the hope probe landing on mars yes indeed it's a very very tough few hours that the hope probe is going to be going through but we'll tell you exactly why they're very sensitive hours tomorrow so make sure you catch us again from 2 to 3 p.m only here on pulse 95, 95.
This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.